Uh, welcome to Monday. You owe it to your dog to take the best care of them and uh, make sure that they have all the vitamins and minerals and probiotics and blah, 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 blah. You can get it all in rough greens. It's just terrible pet parenting you're describing. You, you don't even seem passionate about it. You seem no, like it's I'm a- not because I went grocery shopping shopping with my wife. Mm-hmm. She's got me. You know, you can have. You know, you got to have green green vegetables and green blah blah peas. No, too much sugar. Snap peas. No, too much sugar. You can have cauliflower. That's not green. What the hell are you talking about? What kind of rule is this? I got to have a green diet, and cauliflower can go into it, and peas can't. That makes no sense whatsoever. Mm. So don't don't. Don't start with me on my dog's diet. I've done my work. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Uh, get a free bag. The first uh, bag is free. Roughgreens.com slash Beck, or you can call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, Glen Roughgreens.com slash Beck. All right. Going to start the program here in a Sick, twisted freak. Welcome to Monday. It is the Glenn Beck program, which is such a coincidence because I'm named Glenn Beck. Which, what are the odds? It's, I mean, sometimes life is weird. Uh, in fact, it's getting weirder every day. We have the weird news coming up in just a second. Stand by. Um, they're thinking about maybe making a new religion. The woke people. You're going to love this. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor. Uh, Is that four-hour flight? uh, Did it feel like it was about 50 hours? The afternoon out digging in the garden, lay up for a week, hard to even walk. All those moments where you feel like you're being cheated because you can't do the things you used to do the way you used to do them. If it sounds familiar, and it does to me, uh, or at least it really used to, uh, try Relief Factor. This is what I tried, and I discovered, and it worked for me, and I never thought it would work. If you're dealing with pain, please give Relief Factor a try. I know you're probably skeptical. I I was as well. It's worth giving it a shot. Try the three-week quick start, 1995. Three-week quick start, 1995. Call 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. All right. Uh, I need to set the mood here just a little bit. Do we have uh, mood? Yeah. Okay. We're, we're now entering the hallowed halls. It's the, it's the church of wokeness. Oh, yeah. Now... 
I got this from Time Magazine, which you know how crazy Time Magazine is. It says, Earth Day is upon us. That forlorn little non-holiday that some years sandwiches itself between Easter and Passover. Or other years trails in the wake of those real holidays. If the Super Bowl is America's unofficial national day of celebration, Earth Day is the collective yawn that brings a shrug. No recipes offer Earth Day chips and dips to serve for friends and beloved as they gather in celebration of the miracle of this living planet. Because no one does. For the two of us environmentalists, we find the ill-defined nature of the only day honoring the place that makes life itself possible more than just a little sacrilegious. So on this 53rd Earth Day, we thought it useful to pose a question. What a real Earth Day should represent and how it could form a central time for a new approach to worship. Yeah. So now we're talking about a new religion. No. So what would a what would a quote earth relevant belief system look like uh, with Earth Day at its uh, center? What would it look like? Well, it would look a lot maybe like the old church, but not necessarily. Can I? What happened to my Gregorian chant? Can he? There we go. Okay. It's a little weight. All right, it's updated a bit. I'm... To begin with, says Time Magazine, let us take a look at what established religions get right and where we might take a cue. Perhaps the first step might um, be in unearthing the nature-centered origins of our existing religious holidays. Most of us know in the back of our minds that Christmas and Hanukkah fall around the same time of the winter solstice, that Easter and Passover are celebrated in tandem with the arrival of spring, that Sukkot and Diwali mark harvest and summer's last warmth. Id follows the path of the moon. These holidays have their origins in gratitude. Gratitude for the sun returning, gratitude for the harvest that could avert the starvation that winter might bring. Thanks for when it did avert it. We could conceivably reframe these holidays. Wait a minute, like Christmas and Easter, what? We could reframe these holidays as days of thanks for what the natural world gives and reminders that our responsibility for what remains is an ongoing covenant. Next, we might look at, I can't take the Gregorian chant anymore, I can't do it. Next, we might look into what religions do to help form a community and mark life's important benchmarks. They go on and on and on and get to the final point of, we might just need a book. The Jewish Torah wraps around the year nicely 
from one year to the next. When we complete the annual reading of the last story and then we start all over again in the same service, creating the feeling of a hermetic year. What if there was a book that existed like that for the earth? What if it were replete with hymns to this world of the living? What if it contained the stories of the prophets like Darwin, Carson, Galileo, Humboldt? What if we came to mark those discoveries as a gradual opening of consciousness to the laws of nature? What if our, quote, Bible of the natural world reinforced what a multiplicity of processes and phenomena still remain to be discovered? What if that book was used not to scold our children into following commandments, but rather light a path towards that encouraged discovery and reverence. Wow. So the Bible is only used to scold and not to light a path towards sacred discovery. Huh. That is interesting. So uh, they say, uh, you know, are we proposing a whole new religion? We're not quite sure. Maybe we're proposing an old one. Oh, yes, you are. Yes. Go for you, Time Magazine. Yes, you're so cute. So uh, that's the uh, latest. If anyone thinks that we're not worshiping new gods, if you really think that they are not redesigning absolutely everything, you're mistaken. But this is what happened in the French Revolution. French Revolution, they got rid of the church immediately. In fact, they were performing their own really cool sexual sacrifices on the altar of the Cathedral of Notre Dame, which doesn't seem blasphemous at all. I can't figure out how that could have led to the guillotine. So they started a new religion in France. They wanted a new government. They were going to get rid of everybody who was part of the past, was part of the problem by beheading them. Uh, and then they reset the year, you know. Uh, 17, I think it was 1791 or 1792 was declared um, year zero by the French revolutionaries. So, yeah, it might be an old religion. Might be an old religion. By the way, I'm going to be in, uh, in Virginia Beach. You can go to glenbeck.com and uh, find out all about it. I'm going to be there Wednesday. There is this really cool thing that is commemorating the uh, 1610 landing in Jamestown. And the first thing they did, not in Jamestown, uh, but up a bit, uh, was um, was build a cross and plant a cross and declare and make a covenant to God that this was a coveted land. This is something that we wanted to do several years ago, and then COVID hit and uh, never did it. And I think it's really important. So I'm just flying out to be a part of it and you know flying right back, but... I'd love for you to be a part if you're anywhere near Virginia Beach. Go to glenbeck.com and you'll find out all about it. Um, now, there, Matt Taibbi, by the way, hi, Stu. Glenn, how are you? Well, I'm, you know, I'm good. I'm excited about that new religion. It's very exciting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of new rules, new things to understand and, yeah, yeah. and be led by. It's exciting to be on the enlightened path. Path yeah. of discovery, and isn't I think, it? I mean, I think most religious awakening comes from Time magazine. 
I think so, too. Right? That's the normal. Yeah. Yeah. They even say that this is another great awakening, just not like the other ones. Right. The other ones are trash. The other ones were about God. Yeah. This one's about, you know, earth and paganism and you know fun stuff all the good stuff yeah all the good stuff (laughs) all the stuff that we've learned you know in textbooks for oh generations and you know thousands of years all the things that we've learned were bad we Mm. finally have the knowledge now that it's actually good right so (laughs) it's it's a it's a really uh, fascinating world we live in no it is it is. It's going the right direction too. I, I, I don't think it ends in our internal damnation. No, no. I just I want no. to make sure that's clear. People no. know that's not where this winds no, up. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, because we've got really some enlightened people like Rosa Deloro. <laughs> she is Congresswoman from Connecticut. Yeah, yeah she yeah. was. Wasn't she the mayor of? New Haven, Crazy Connecticut. Oh, I when oh, yeah. you worked well, there like a hundred years ago. That's right, she was. Wasn't she? Yeah, I think she I, was. I'm thinking of the right person, right? Yeah, yeah she's got the, like the crazy like blue hair. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, no, she's been great for years. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, she um, she wanted to thank Pete Buttigieg, and this is just to show you that, like Stu said, we're not all going to hell. Mm. Uh, there's, I mean, this all makes sense. Here's uh, Rosa Delo- Delora uh, on. Um, on uh, Pete Buttigieg. You also plan to make important investments to uh, address the roadway safety crisis, including the critical funding that would accelerate the development. And this is an area I've I've written to you about of the use of female uh, dummies in crash testing. This will start to fight the gender inequity among vehicle safety Mm. and crash Mm -hmm, victims. mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen on that. If we don't have, you know, female crash test dummies... I mean, what are we thinking? What kind of society are we, Stu? It's a very disgusting you know, one. Mm-hmm. I'm so disgusted. Yeah. I'm so disgusted by it. They'll just use, you know, a a, a a dummy that scientists declared was a male dummy <laughs> right. when they first produced it. Can't we just tell the male crash test dummies to ad- identify as female crash test dummies? Oh, what could we possibly sweet. learn? I'm, I'm interested in this one. Mm. What could we learn? From the different genders. I don't understand. You're the one telling us that there's no difference all the time between them. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I think there's a little different. I think the one bone in our body that is different is, I believe, the pelvic bone. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Because the pelvic bone, uh, you know, uh, it helps women have a baby and men you know, not have a baby. Whoa, you know what wait a minute. Yeah. You're saying men cannot have babies well, now? Well, I'm not saying mm. that. I just heard that from that bigoted male crash test dummy. Oh. He's over here and he's like, I'll tell you, man, women and their pelvis. And I'm like, dude, I don't know anything about that. Please forgive me, Stu. Yeah. He made me do it. Okay. It's really bad. By the way, did Rosa DeLauro cr- crash into a fluorescent fabric factory on her way? <laughs> To this particular speech, <laughs> she's got like nine different colors on. I don't, and they're uh, all very shiny. Yeah, uh, and then the hair is a whole mm-hmm. different. And I said blue hair, and people are like, "Oh, the old blue hair." No, that's not what she. No. I mean, she may be that too. No, but, but this is her hair is actually blue. Blue, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah on purpose. I think on purpose. I uh, she dunked her head in blueberry waffles. So <laughs> <laughs> something. <laughs> She's been at the International House of Pancakes, yeah. and they threw that 
blueberry syrup. Yeah, powder. yeah, I got it. Again, I she's trying it. to to heal our national right. wounds, and uh, sometimes it, people don't like it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, now I just want to lick her head. Um, <laughs> uh, there is one more thing. Uh, Sixty minutes uh, had Ray Epps on, and I find this intriguing. Mm. Um, we're going to get into this uh, a little bit later, but find it interesting that 60 Minutes, of all places, is holding this guy up who clearly, he said, was a very big Trump supporter at the beginning. Huge, huge Trump supporter. And then he went to, you know, incite a riot. I'm sorry. Encourage people to go in and wreak havoc uh, there at the Capitol. And we have him on tape. But now 60 Minutes is holding him up as a great example because he didn't have anything to do with that. And and it's Tucker Carlson that has a vendetta against him. And, uh, you know, he's not a Trump fan anymore because, well, he, he's he's learned a few things. Listen to this. We are going to the Capitol. Who is Ray Epps? Who is he? A former member of the Oath Keepers who served in the Marine Corps and was an ardent Trump supporter, or at least he was, until conservative media post-January 6th began insinuating that he was a government plant for the deep state. What exactly was the role of Ray Epps in the chaos of January 6th? No matter how many times they push this conspiracy theory, this lie, Mm-hmm. It'll never become truth. Never. Never. Wait a minute. I don't, like, hmm? look. Wait, what? You can say that Ray Epps didn't really lead the people into the Capitol. Mm-hmm. You can say mm-hmm. he wasn't mm-hmm. really a leader. Uh-huh. But he's on video Inciting? encouraging people yeah. to do it. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. he might not have been the central yeah. figure, but it's hard to yeah. say it's a conspiracy well, theory when he's on video saying the thing. He has broken away, Stu. Because something that is very important that he wanted you to hear last night and 60 Minutes was glad they could get it on the air. And I'm okay. going to I'm going to teach you a lesson. OK. OK. In 60 seconds. Ooh. First, what if shopping for high quality window coverings was all of a sudden simple, affordable and fast? Because it's usually none of those things. You can go to blinds.com. They've completely changed the game. It's easy because you don't have to leave your home to shop for them. And because their design consultants are so good at what they do, you aren't going to have to have people come out two or three times just to get things done. It's affordable because it's uh, on top of their already great prices. Blinds.com is always running specials on their amazing products. And it's fast because the installation specialist can come up and do the whole thing for you with one low cost, no matter how many windows you're ordering for. There's a reason Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Uh, They have over 40,000 five-star reviews. So get your blind shade, shutters, drapes at uh, up to 40% off of selected products, plus doorbusters now through April 25th. 40% off selected uh, uh, products at Blinds.com. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. You're just you're just so ignorant that you just I mean, stupid. Yes. Ignorant. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Here is the uh, here's the thing that Ray Epps wanted everybody to know that the FBI was not involved in this at all. How would he know that Mm -hmm. he's just an isn't the pitch that he's a nobody. 
Right. Like the pitch is that like he was just a nobody. He yeah, was but talking big. He was big. there. Right. But how would he know who? who? He knows. Again, I, I'm not he saying knows, there's. Ev- he knows. That's why he got. That's why he got away from the Trump movement. Oh, okay. Because they were just too crazy for him. You know. Uh, he was a huge, huge supporter of Donald Trump and was there because he believed, apparently, that, you know, the election had been stolen. Mm-hmm. But he cannot he can't stand there and remain quiet when people say something as crazy as the FBI might have had some people there. He can't stand by. No, that. the entire election could be stolen. Yeah, but not the FBI, mm-hmm. you know, souping something up like this. No. And uh, he knows it. You know, it's weird um, because, you know, a lot of people have said over the years that I have, you know, incited violence or whatever. And I've yeah, done they say that about you all the time. Yeah. And I've been doing all those peace things. And yet 60 Minutes has never invited me on to clarify that. Isn't it weird that they have this one deeply conservative Ray Epps? who was so in love with Donald Trump and is on tape inciting people, how they're there for him to clear his name. That is probably the most inexplicable part of this, right? Like, this is a guy who's on... They hate everybody on January 6th. Anybody, even people who just went to the speech and walked away and had literally grandmothers, grandmothers. They hate all of them. They're all threats to democracy, except this one guy who's on video multiple multiple times times saying (laughs) he wants to uh, incite a a riot or uh, an overthrow of the U.S. government by going to the Capitol. This one guy, they're just like on defense mode. Every and it's not just sixty minutes; it's every single mainstream oh, media yeah. publication yeah. that has talked about now, this guy. I don't think that I, seems suspicious I, at all. No, not at all. That's true. <laughs> you know, when you have an organization uh, like sixty minutes or CBS News or ABC, NBC, CNN, pretty much any of them, when you have them. With the high, high trust factor that America has for those institutions, you know, when they all go against the grain uh, and logic, I don't think that, I don't think that people think, oh, no, wait a minute. I think they might be lying again. Mm. You know, I think we think truth. We think truth. Or not. Or not. Uh, We'll have more on that coming up in uh, just a second. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. We have an exclusive story coming up next. We live under the most wildly pro-abortion presidential administration we've ever experienced. Did you see what the Supreme Court said? What uh, Alito said? Alito said on the, uh, you know, abortion pill. We're not sure that Joe Biden would have even uh, executed the law. If we that is terrifying, that is terrifying. Okay, Um, he's whacked everything with a hornet's nest, and we need to make sure that we just don't lose focus. We got to thank God for this decision uh, on overturning Roe versus Wade, and then just get to work. Right now, Preborn has rescued over two hundred thousand babies by giving them free ultrasounds. When an expecting mother meets her baby for the first time, she sees life, she sees a child, and she hears the heartbeat. Majority of the time, she's going to choose life. 
Dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, and make a donation. Help us save the lives of the unborn. It's preborn.com slash Beck. Preborn.com slash Beck. Sponsored by Preborn. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the code question everything. You'll get 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. There is a uh, developing story in Wisconsin, and um, we have an exclusive interview here with Libby uh, Sobik. She is with the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. This is really, this is an absolute sign of the times. This story is something that I think is happening over and over and over again. And everybody knows it, but the parents are being slammed for saying anything about it. Libby, welcome to the program. Thanks so much. So tell me what tell me what happened. This was uh, da, 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 at what school is the name of this school? Uh, it is Sun the Prairie School yes. District in Wisconsin. Sun Prairie. Okay. So what happened? So earlier in March, there were four freshman girls uh, going into the girls' locker room after a gym class that involved a swim unit and decided to rinse off before class. Very common practice. And while they were in the girls' locker room, an adult biological male, a senior student, was also in the locker room with them, proceeded to walk into the bathroom naked, and as he exposed his body to them, said, I'm trans, by the way. This was incredibly uncomfortable for these four freshmen, 14-year-old girls. And when they brought this incident to the attention of their school administrators, the school administration completely failed to do anything in accordance with federal law, including notifying their parents. Oh, my God. And after weeks of parents reaching out to the school, asking for conversation with the school administration, asking for clarity around school policies, the school only met with the parents a month after the incident and has yet today to identify a policy that really clarifies what should have happened and how they're going to prevent this from happening in the future. So is this... Is this boy, has he claimed he was trans before? Do you know? Yes, it's our understanding that this senior student has a socially transitioned and identifies as a transgender woman. Jeez. But this really raises questions about the Biden administration's push to school districts and other institutions of higher education about what sex means under Title IX. Right. For the last 50 years, we've understood that Title IX protects young women and girls and ensures to provide them with spaces that are safe from sexual harassment. Yet today, under the Biden administration, all of that has been turned upside down. And in fact, we don't know what safe spaces should be provided for young women. And under the Sun Prairie School District's current statement of policies, the girls were the ones that were expected to leave the locker room. That's completely backwards. Oh, my gosh. I have to tell you, for a group of people that were the ones that were screaming about safe spaces, the the disregard for our children and for our girls in particular to have a safe space 
is remarkable, just remarkable. I completely agree. I'm not only an attorney, I'm a mom of two young girls. And these are the sorts of item issues that are really of nightmares for parents, right? We want to put our students in school and expect that they have a safe space to learn and participate in educational activities. And school districts, quite frankly, are receiving these directives from the Biden administration. And instances like these that apparently, quote unquote, never happen are only going to continue to happen as the Biden administration pushes these regulations to change what the definition of sex means under Title IX. So um, you're taking them to court? You're taking the school district to court? We are not, actually. Unfortunately, there's not really an avenue to bring the school district to court under federal law. And so these very brave parents said, we want to bring light to this situation. We want there to be accountability for the school district. And that's what the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty has stepped up to do. We want to protect these young girls from the cultural backlash of cancel culture by being the ones to bring this issue to light and talk about why we need to have transparency and clear policies around Title IX and sexual harassment. So if there's no road to litigation, how are you expecting to change the mind of of the school district? Well, I, you know, in today's world, uh, bringing to light these issues can be a really powerful tool. We're already seeing the school district having to respond in multiple instances. Now they started off saying that this wasn't clearly reported. They are now saying, well, this in fact did happen and that they're taking steps to make sure it hasn't, it won't happen again. And we want this to be a lesson for school districts around the country. You can't shy away from hard conversations. You need to have clear policies around what sexual harassment means and how students can access spaces for students of one gender or another. And most importantly, we hope that the Biden administration is paying attention and really considering before they put these regulations into law, really thinking through what the consequences of their actions are. Yeah. We'll stand at the ready to, you know, join what I expect to be a national movement to hold the Biden administration accountable. Once those regulations go into effect, we're still waiting for that to happen. But for now, we really want to hold these school districts accountable by having a national conversation. Okay. Libby, thank you so much. Uh, Liberty, uh, or sorry, Libby is with, um, uh, uh the uh, law firm, the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. Uh, and you can find uh, more information about what they do and how you can get involved at will-law.org. Libby, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I, um, <clears throat> you bet. I have to tell you, did you see the story that was in the news uh, today, Stu? I'm just looking for it, where the doctor... A doctor who says uh, that this is not, hang on, I'm finding it here, uh, that this is not what transgenderism is not what everybody thinks it is. He says there is a known psychological phenomena, and it is called autogynephilia, and it is a man's sense of being sexually aroused at the thought of himself as a woman. Trans activists are pushing back on this. 
He said, but this is a psychological disorder. And uh, he said when they are linked to sexuality of wanting to get, you know, dressed as a woman, then you get shame and guilt and fear and people don't want that. So they deny this condition. And he says the problem with it is, is it is a it's a sexual disorder. So you're putting some of if, if one if we could just save one child, if one of these guys has this. Putting him in the locker room with girls is. Just the worst that there could be. It's amazing. We have to make these arguments, particularly from people who spent the previous three to five years telling us if a male coworker makes a joke that is a little bit blue, they should be fired and humiliated and thrown off of a pl- uh, off of the workforce and never be- to be seen again. Yeah. You know, if uh, if a if a male asks a woman out or flirts with her, it is some massive, you know, uh, crisis, right? I mean, like the entire like the there were multiple levels of the Me Too thing. The Harvey Weinstein level being a very valid one, and then it trickled down to like, hey, he he once asked a coworker out, and therefore he's you know toast. And it's like these same people are like, you know. Teenage girls should probably be naked with teenage boys in the same locker room against this, their will. In this case, That's an 18-year-old. Pro- an 18-year-old and a 14-year-old should be, and the 14-year-olds don't want it to happen, are saying no. We should ignore that. That's the, the same people are making these arguments? Well, no means. In this case, well, no, no means, means yes. yes. Right? I guess. I, I guess. don't know. You yeah. Know? Huh. I, which is just fascinating. And this also goes to the 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 parade situation that happened over the weekend where uh what was the city was it uh in florida in florida right yeah, yeah where they had this it was port st Lucie. Mm-hmm. they're gonna have a pride parade um organized by the pride alliance of the treasure coast i uh, love that and the law stepped in and said look you can have a pride parade we're not going to stop that. You can do what you want to have pride for whatever you're having pride for. One of the seven deadly sins. Go ahead, just to have a parade to celebrate that. But go ahead, do that. The thing is, if you're going to have nudity and people, you know, here here's what the law actually says. Yeah, go on. You can't have if you're doing something in front of a live audience and in whole or in part depict or simulate uh, nudity. Sexual conduct, sexual excitement, specific sexual activities, lewd conduct, or the lewd exposure of prosthetic or imitation genitals or breasts. Mm -hmm. You cannot do it in public with children present. Apparently, you could still do it in public. Yes. Which is actually news to me. I didn't didn't know you could. But you can do that in public. You just can't do it in front of children. And they're like, oh, we can't do it in front of children? Let's cancel the entire parade. I mean, what is that? Legitimately, they decided to cancel the parade because they could not do it in front of children. That is like... like Am I missing a step in the logic train here? I'm just wondering what you were going to say. That is like, what? What? It seems as if what their goal here was... To do it in front of children. To to have nudity and sexual acts depicted in front of children. And then they're like, I can't believe these conspiracy theorists who think that there's all this weird stuff going on with kids. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you keep 
backing up the conspiracy theory? Like, are you trying to convince us it is true? It is incredible that this keeps happening. And I guess maybe their argument as well. If, we're, if you're not going to tell us how we're going to do our parade, blah, blah, blah. Well, they, that's what the law is. It's kind of telling you what you It's one of the reasons why we resist a lot of laws. Not this one, though. The Nudity in Front of Kids Act is one that I support. You should not have it. It is just amazing to me. Just amazing to me that we have to say that. I know. It's weird. It's, it's really we, weird. You have a parade that is all about sex and you're carrying all kinds of the issue you know was things that you're carrying with you repli- on the fo- like uh, replicas. reproductive replicas yes. let's call it that you are mm-hmm. carrying those you are i mean you're just pushing sex that's all that is and you think i mean i i really think this is the beginning uh, of giant pushback, and I I really hope that it becomes sane, and uh, you know that you don't flip uh, the to the other side, and the other side becomes as nasty as people on the left are. I I don't want people to just be rounded up and thrown into jail because they're all a politician. I want fair and just trials for anybody in Washington that has been doing Hunter Biden. I want a fair and just trial. I don't want to just throw him in because I say he's guilty, even though I know he is. And I <laughs> I have no problem with transgender people as long as you're keeping it, you know, in the appropriate place, which is never a school. Never or stripping in front of children. It is never an appropriate place. But I'm telling you, this is the beginning of pushback. I think America has had it up to here. And if if these people aren't careful, careful. Yeah, I mean, you you know, because they're how dare them think that we shouldn't be able to do that in public with children. How dare us? Oh, I think I think we're just getting started. I think we're just getting started. Let's pray that everything stays sane and we all continue to love one another, which I don't think the left has been doing unless you're lubed up. Here is uh, our sponsor this half hour. Every chance you get to lock in the price of something that you pay for, you should take it. Inflation is on the rise. Literally everything is getting more expensive. The already expensive things like car repairs are, are getting more expensive, too. Now, here's the good news. If you get a plan with CarShield, you have the ability to lock in your rate, so it's never going to change on you despite inflation. CarShield offers affordable protection plans to fit every budget, and it covers more parts than ever before. And you'll want them when the time comes for those costly repairs. So count on CarShield to take care of you, take care of your car when it breaks down, and take care of you on the side of the road when it breaks down. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement, all at no extra cost. So lock in your price today. 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. It's carshield.com slash Beck. Save 20% today. Join the conversation. 
888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. When is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Uh, and, you know, just make sure it's like in your name and not in the name of some criminal. Uh, there's a crime called home title theft. It's real. It's a nightmare if you go through it. Uh, our home's titles are online. And once a criminal accesses your home's title, it can forge your signature. They can, you know, I don't know, uh, race, honestly, to go get all of your uh, your equity from your home. And if they can do that before you notice it, uh, they can probably get a lot of it. It's happened to a lot of people. Hundreds of thousands of dollars are at risk here. So when's the last time you checked your home's title? Probably never, or maybe like when you bought the house is probably the answer. The folks over at Home Title Lock demonstrated to me how online criminals can get you. They showed me in minutes. They sent me they sent me an email. We're like, hey, here's your home's title, and here's it's been signed by you to switch it over to us. And it's like, well, wait, I didn't do that. Luckily, this was just a simulation in my case, but it might not be in yours. Uh, some cyber thief uh, can now own your home, and Home Title Lock is here to make sure that that can't happen. They stop this all the time in this country. This is not the kind of thing you want to find out about afterward. So be proactive and stop the crime before it happens. Uh, check it out. Uh, you can check it out right now for free with sign up and get 30 risk-free days of protection. When you use the code Beck at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code is Beck, HomeTitleLock.com. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Okay. More news that doesn't make sense. McDonald's is changing their menu or changing the way they make their hamburgers. To make them taste better? That is what they're claiming, yes. Okay. McDonald's has tasted exactly the same since I was a kid, except for the French fries, and they wrecked their French fries. They did? Yeah, they took the trans fats out. Oh. You know, that thing was just, those were so crispy and just perfect. They wrecked those, and now what are they going to do to the hamburger? I mean, nobody's going for... A tasty hamburger. You're going <laughs> for a McDonald's. No, you're going for what you expect from McDonald's. I like, for instance, the Big Mac and Quarter Pounder. I know what they taste like. Right. They always taste like that. That's what I want. They say the buns will be softer. I don't think you would oppose a softer bun. Cheese gooier. Onion will be added to the patties right on the grill. More Big Mac sauce. And like they're saying things like... Um, Adjusting the grill settings for better sear adds up to a flood. Look, this none of this stuff is good for you anyway. Right. This is just like like Newport saying we've added extra <laughs> menthol to our cigarette. Why? 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 People who are smoking Newports like the menthol the way it is. Leave it alone, McDonald's. You're not saving lives. The Glenn Beck Program.